Welcome back to Social Soul Podcast. My name is Jess. And I'm Haley. And we've got like a fun, lighthearted episode planned for you guys today. Just sitting down with the two of us and just kind of like catching up about life. So if you want to just start it off and tell us like how things are going for you lately, like how are you feeling? Oh, God. Okay. Such a loaded question <laughs> as always. Um, I'm feeling actually like a little bit lighter these days um and not because I just shit a lot but I did <laughs> but <laughs> castor oil packs really help your digestion let me just tell you guys that's not what I meant though but I had to throw that out there she just very shit relevant. three times this morning <laughs> very relevant we get on Instagram live and just talk about shitting <laughs> oh my god okay feeling lighter no but what I was trying to get into is um I spread Coda's ashes last Friday um that's my dog that passed away in January is Coda um and I I feel like I'm feeling a lot better ever since then um because obviously there's like it's hard to find a day that's like the right day to like put yourself through emotions like nobody wants to feel Mm -hmm. emotions you wish that you could just hide from them forever Mm -hmm. but I'm really good about like making sure that I actually do experience my emotions and like put myself through them because I know that that's the only way that I can like properly move on totally so I chose her birthday to finally spread her ashes so it was like five months after it happened mm-hmm. which is a long time to wait a lot of people do it like two weeks afterwards I feel yeah. like it's kind of wild how quickly it seems like the last five months have gone too mm-hmm. like it kind of baffles my mind that it's been five months since she passed it definitely seems like it was like two weeks ago that it yeah. happened for sure but um so I finally did that did like my emotional ceremony for it and I feel like just immediately afterwards like I felt like this like weight off of my Mm -hmm. chest so yeah um I think that's good and yeah I think um she's helping things happen now that we did that if you know what I mean (laughs) I don't know if you want to share that (laughs) yeah I mean so Dustin and I are getting a puppy tomorrow I keep reminding myself like we're getting a dog like yeah it's coming as a puppy but like it's not going to be a puppy forever um, but, but you can still call it a puppy. Yeah. I called Dakota a puppy her whole life. So yeah, I'm so freaking excited. It's like a golden doodle and it's like a little chocolate golden doodle, like really dark brown. Um, so freaking cute. And I've literally never gotten a dog of my own, you know, like yeah. I've only had my parents' dog. So I'm so excited for that. If you're listening to the podcast episode, I will have a dog by the Mm -hmm. time that you are listening to this. That's 100% accurate. And I think it's honestly such a weird coincidence that like you're getting a dog from like Lake Stevens area because that's where I got Coda from. I know. I'm like, did Coda pick this dog for everybody? Like, is she like, hey, and now that you've spread my ashes, like, here's your dog. Yeah. (laughs) Well, because we've been looking for a dog. I told Dustin I wanted one for my birthday and my birthday was like June 8th so it was Not like long ago. Yeah, yeah like a week ago maybe yeah and we've been looking he hasn't been getting messages back about dogs we haven't really found the right one that we want a lot of them have been like insanely expensive like double the price of the dog that we found so yeah hopefully Coda is like good looking out Coda yes she was yeah. up there just checking resumes the last five months <laughs> she's like nope you ain't good enough one of the other <laughs> dogs though they did have like a little black one and it definitely reminded me of Coda when she was a puppy so I oh I love that so that's yeah. my update a lot of uh emotional and physical detox <laughs> aka shitting <laughs> 
Oh my gosh, absolutely <laughs> hilarious. Um, so did you bring did you bring a quote? Yes, I did. Okay, what is your quote? Okay, my quote that I brought for today is you are not required to set yourself on fire to keep other people warm. Okay. That's like one of my favorite yeah. quotes. And I feel like I always think about it to myself because I mean, you and me, we're very much used to be the yes people who are like mm-hmm. always bending backwards for other people, never wanting to disappoint anybody, but always disappointing myself in yeah, the long run totally. and always overworking myself. So that reading that quote always reminds me like I don't have to make myself uncomfortable in order to make somebody else comfortable. Yeah. Like, don't get me wrong. There's times in life where you got to do what you got to do for people. But like. I don't have to continuously live my life worried about other people's comfortable Mm -hmm. living instead of mine. Yeah. I love that you kind of explained what that means to you because I was going to ask that. Oh, yeah. 100%. Yeah. Do you know where that quote came from? Because I feel like you've like said that for a minute. Zero idea. Yeah. I probably found randomly on Pinterest. Pinterest? I have no idea. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That's funny. Um, Okay. So I brought a quote as well. And mine is actually from a book that I'm reading called B, and it's by Jessica Zweig, and it's just a book about personal branding, which has been super helpful. But her quote says, any person with a platform has the opportunity to inspire others. Know that no audience or business is too small. You have an obligation to set yourself free, and in turn, you give everyone else around you permission to do the same. Love it. Yeah. And I love that because I just feel like that's so applicable to kind of what drives both of us in what it is that we do. And it's like the permission slip, like by you choosing to like take control of your health and like really just like figure out how to navigate your treatments and like just be an advocate for yourself. Like that gives other people permission to do the same. And that's what you want to do with like your health coaching, you know? But then I think about that in terms of like alcohol and drinking too, because Mm -hmm. I know me choosing not to drink can give other people permission to do the same for themselves. So I thought that quote was super inspiring. I think that's a really good one. And you're right. It's it's hard to show up consistently on social media because you do know that, you know, some people don't understand why you're doing it. But then you think back to the people who do understand why Mm -hmm. you're doing it and why you're doing it is to inspire other people to do the same to take care of themselves totally in the way that you've learned to take care of yourself so Mm -hmm. I really like that one yeah and I feel like we could kind of talk about social media a little bit right now too because I just feel like that's something that personally I've been struggling with like the last couple of weeks you have been I'm like (laughs) I don't know if it's because I'm reading this book and I feel like I'm like reinventing myself in a way or like reinventing how I show up But part of me feels so damn confused on like where to go with social media. Like I just feel like there's so many things that I can be doing or that I should be doing or like I should be creating. But then I get in this like creative rut. But then feeling this like pressure to show up on social media and Mm -hmm. add value and do my job every single day. I feel like it kind of is taking away space for my creativity. So I've kind of taken a little bit of a step back. I took like four days off, like literally just didn't get online for a weekend and it's nice because I do feel like it gives me space to like think and like create like my own unique ideas you know what I mean like you get so wrapped up in the internet and like Mm -hmm. seeing what they're doing and you're like oh maybe I could create this but it's like 
I can also think for myself and like create based off of that. So 100% because I think like I went through the last few weeks probably because you were feeling uncomfortable with social media and it was rubbing off on me and making me feel uncomfortable (laughs) with social media. But like I unfollowed like a shit ton of people. Mm -hmm. No offense to anybody if you're one of them. Um, I just it's not because I don't like their content. It's more so because it influences my own content. Mm-hmm. So like a lot of people that are doing the same type stuff as me is like health coaching online or mm-hmm. like um, Lyme disease specific stuff. Like a lot of the time I unfollow them at some point. Usually I always refollow at some point too. But like when I'm in a better headspace, because mm-hmm. when I'm trying to create my own content and create my own courses and like things like that, I get really overwhelmed seeing other people's creations mm-hmm. because then I'm like, wait, but like, mine's not like that so maybe I should have changed it and maybe it should be like that and I'm like no this is I'm creating it in this specific way because that's me that's Mm -hmm. that's how I should be creating it so I need to like take that pressure off of myself Mm -hmm. and so I'll unfollow people for that reason yeah and it's like I love them I don't like I don't like not want to follow them but I'm just like I need you out of my space right now so that I can focus on my own stuff You know, I honestly think that that's actually really important for creators to remember because honestly, sometimes I get in my head, I'm like, oh, they unfollowed me. They hate me. They don't like Mm -hmm. me. And then it's like, well, shit, maybe it's that. (laughs) However, you can also mute people these days. I always forget that. Yeah. (laughs) So you can actually just, their shit doesn't show up anymore, but you're still following them. So you don't look like a bitch like me. Yeah. But I tend to forget that. I. You took the bitchy, bitchy (laughs) way out. (laughs) I'm like, bye. (laughs) unfollow (laughs) how did you go about unfollowing people was it just like when their posts popped up you were like okay this makes me feel some type of way yeah um but I think I do it I've done it two different ways I do it in the moment like that if I Mm -hmm. see somebody's post and I'm like oh like I should have done that or like oh damn like that looks really good like I wish I would have thought of that then I'll do it right then and there because I'm like I just need it out of my space. But then I also, um, I follow a lot of fucking people on Instagram. I know. And I don't know why I follow so many fucking yeah, people. Yeah, it's overwhelming. It's yeah. like your space and then it's like your digital space. You log in yeah. and then it's so overwhelming. Exactly. I've just gotten to this point of like, I was like follow happy for a really long time. Just like following every fucking thing that I liked for one second. And so now I go into my personal page. I go into my following and there's actually a category when you click on who you're following that says least interacted with. I forgot about this. Yeah. And I'll click that and I'll look through it and be like, dude, I don't even know who any of you are. Like, why am I following you? Mm-hmm. I never see your shit. Like, mm-hmm. I never interact with you. So, like, just unfollow. Yeah. And so I just feel like I'm like, cleansing. I feel like I'm cleaning my room when I do it. You know what I mean? Like, I a- I'm just cleaning my space. Yeah. I wonder if you like accidentally unfollow some people who are then like, like I could just see myself accidentally unfollowing like the wrong person. I mean, I've definitely accidentally in like scrolling, scrolling through my following, clicking unfollow. I've definitely accidentally clicked unfollow on like people that I'm actually don't want to unfollow. And then I click follow again. And I'm like, fuck. They probably saw that. You actually did that to me one time and you DM'd me and you're like, I didn't mean. (laughs) (laughs) Well, what's funny is I actually I. So there was this guy that um, I used to work construction with Mm -hmm. and I unfollowed him one time, like in the last, I don't know, year and a half, two years, maybe. I haven't been in construction since 2018, but um, 
right? 2018? Yeah. I don't. 20, it's so weird. 2019. Yeah. Okay. Since 2019. I unfollowed him. He immediately messaged me and asked me why I unfollowed him. And I was like, how the fuck did you even know I wonder, that I unfollowed you? And he was like, oh, I have an app that tells yeah, me who unfollows me. And I was like, fuck, that's a thing? God damn it. I was like so embarrassed. I'm like, I'm sorry. I just am unfollowing a lot of people that like I don't really interact with and like I'm sorry but like you were your part shit, of it like you post like once a year dude yeah like, why are you so offended yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> if you create more content maybe maybe I'll stay up all um, um okay so let's answer a question okay you go first okay so I actually had a really good question that I got a little while ago that I never ended up answering on the podcast and the question was how can you avoid being the dd designated driver all the time when you don't drink solid question solid fucking question yeah yeah um so I mean obviously there is no like one size fits all answer for this there's no roadmap to this yeah um but I do have a couple of ideas that could potentially help um I I always think communication is like the first thing to conflict resolution or to like avoiding resentment like if you have a friend who is consistently asking you to drive just communicating the fact that that is frustrating to you and that you don't want to drive all the time and that you would appreciate like potentially switching things off or like not driving tonight. I always think that's like the first thing is just like being clear. Um, But yeah, I feel like if you could maybe like set a boundary with your friends and just say like, yeah, I'm willing to drive tonight, but I'm not going to drive like the next time. And maybe even get on a schedule. Let's say it's your significant other and like you guys go out to dinner and they drink all the time, but you don't drink. Maybe you could do it like a every other time. Yeah. Um, you guys just alternate or you could like make a trade. Like you could be like, OK, if you guys want me to like drive the group home tonight, you guys are buying my mocktails all night long. Oh, damn, that's a good one. You're getting me French fries, fast food on the way home or like <laughs> extra fucking tartar sauce. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I feel like if you can make a trade and kind of figure out like what's in it for you so that you're not so like resentful and dreading mm-hmm. it. Um, you could also just tell them they have to take an Uber. You know, like that's an option. You could also say I'll drive you there, but I'm leaving at 8 p.m. So yes. Sorry. <laughs> Take an Uber home. Absolutely. Um, You could also, I mean, you could lie and just say like, hey, like we have plans beforehand. I'm sorry. I can't can't get you guys there. Um, Or, yeah, we're leaving at 8 p.m. and you guys are going to have to Uber home. Or if you have a chronic illness, you could just be like, my mind is not in the safe place to be the driver tonight. Yeah whether I'm drinking or not. Totally. I just, like, I have times where I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm not comfortable driving, operating heavy machinery Mm -hmm. right now. Like, I can barely remember my name. Yeah. Like, and that's not because I'm drunk. That's just the state of my symptoms that I'm in. Well, and if you are just honest about it, like, that's really Mm -hmm. how you feel. It's like, people should be able to understand. And it's like, they cannot expect you to freaking drive them home every every time they're drinking. But I... Go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, because like, I mean, you may end up in these situations where you are driving and you do end up resentful. Um, And I haven't had this experience specifically with being a designated driver, but I can think about situations like with my dad and like appointments that he needs somebody to drive him to. And my dad lives kind of far away from me. So it always ends up taking just like a really long time out of my day. Mm -hmm. And that can cause me to feel like super resentful. So I always try to find gratitude in it. 
and think of something that I can enjoy about it as I'm on my way there so that I'm not so pissy and irritated while I'm doing it. I mean, think about it. You get to use your own playlist on the way there. Yeah. And like you get to listen to your own music. Sometimes I literally drive for that reason. And I actually pisses Steven off sometimes because he's like you only want to drive so that we have to listen to your music yep. and I'm like 100% that is why I'm driving <laughs> totally I also I mean I think about like I think about one time that I literally let Tiana drive home drunk and I feel like oh the biggest fucking asshole about it this was like years ago um she like called me. It was like 2 a.m. I was like asleep and I was like super frustrated. Like you're so irresponsible. Um, and then I found out that she had drove herself home because I wouldn't pick her up. To this day, I feel so grateful that she like made it home. But I'm like, I I would have definitely picked her up now. So yeah. I mean, I think that you can find gratitude in the fact that you can make sure your friends are safe as well. 100%. So. And I think that Obviously, you get a little bit of clearer head about this as time goes on and as you get older and you realize because like I think back to like when I was 19 years old, I wasn't thinking as responsibly as I would now, you know, yeah, I was definitely way more selfish for sure. Exactly. Yeah. Um, Do you have a question? Yes. Um, So I put on my story poll um, to ask a question so that I could talk about it like during this episode and somebody asked like how to show love and make the people around you feel seen. And I thought that was a good question because it actually can kind of take us into something we've been wanting to talk about, which is love languages Mm -hmm. in like, cause I love, I love love languages. I think they're so interesting. Mm -hmm. Um, and I, for the longest time kind of thought about love languages as like my love language is, how I like however I want to be loved is how I should also show love but that's so not correct Mm -hmm. and I just didn't even think about it like that for Mm -hmm. the longest time and I'd be like wait no I need to figure out the person that I'm trying to love what their love language is yeah so that they I am giving them the love that they're needing yeah so like I would say like my my love language um not so much anymore but used to be like physical touch 100 percent and like I would think that that was everybody else's love language too, right? So like everybody I was with, that's how I would show love. But Mm -hmm. then they're like, I just want you You to You never do anything for me. Like, you know what I mean? Like, just give me those words of affirmation. That's Mm -hmm. all I need. And I'd be like, what? Like, (laughs) Mm -hmm. I don't know. I just think it's so interesting. So my number one tip would obviously be to learn the love language of the people that you're trying to like show love to. Yeah. I mean, I would add to that listening. I think that that's the biggest way is like when somebody is talking, actually listening and just like eye contact, like body language, because nothing is like more infuriating. And you definitely feel like so unseen when you're like mid sentence and like nobody is paying attention to what you're saying. You're like on, they're like on their phone or they start talking over you or like they asked you a question and then they like direct their attention to something else. Like it's so freaking frustrating. So if you're asking the question, make sure that you care and then like listen. Mm -hmm. So what is your love language? By the way, I don't remember. I like just so terrible. (laughs) I shouldn't even admit that. I like gifts and like acts of service. Okay. But I, I'm not picky. What is your love language now? I don't know. 
that's really I should probably do the love language test again yeah because like I was physical touch but like then I just became in so much chronic pain all the time that I'm like don't fucking touch me (laughs) I don't need anything (laughs) don't touch me unless I tell you to touch me like it hurts now um yeah but I feel like gifts was like zero percent for me when I did the test Mm -hmm. which is so funny um I'm trying to think of what what are what are there acts of service Words of affirmation, gifts, physical right? Touch. Physical touch. And there's a fifth one. I don't ever remember what that one is. I can never remember it. If you're listening, <laughs> let us know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't fucking remember. I feel like the one I don't remember is probably what I, I am. I don't know. I need to take the test again and just fucking figure it out. I don't even know the last time I did it. Yeah. Well. Anyways, um, is there any other like questions that you had or no? Oh my God. Okay. So as we sit here recording, she has these huge windows in her house and literally <laughs> large bugs and birds try to fly through the windows all the time. A fly literally just hit the window. Yeah. If you just saw and me get loud. distracted, like that's, I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> like what's trying to attack me right now? I swear I have found so many freaking flies and spiders in this house lately. It terrifies me. That's what we should talk about is the spider problem. Oh my that's God. Happening. No. It, it's spider mm. season, right? Mm-hmm. So spiders are like trying to come inside right now. I have only found spiders in my bathroom. I found one. I was working out the other day and I was like laying on the ground doing like chest press and I like looked over and there was a fucking spider just on the ground and I was like, this is so not cool. How big? Uh, I mean, it's they're just like the medium sized ones. They're not like huge, but they have like a proportionate size like body to legs and they're just And they're black, right? Yeah, definitely. I feel like those are my least favorite. (laughs) Like I'm okay with the little tiny little ones that like you can just squish but yeah. like the I don't even touch I'm so scared of them yeah me too no Dustin kills all the spiders I don't know what I would do if I, I lived on my own like if I didn't have my I husband. killed it with my hairbrush the other day that's bad because ass. I literally opened underneath my sink and I grabbed something and the item that I grabbed it was sitting on it and I screamed and I dropped it and it like fell onto the bathroom floor and it started like running. And so I grabbed my hairbrush and I was like, (laughs) and I smacked it and killed it. And then I just was like shaking. I was so uncomfortable. But most of the time I feel like I find them in the bathtub. Mm -hmm. Like they crawl up the drain or fucking something. I haven't found them in the bathtub. And then I just wash them back down. But I'm like, I know you're going to come back, but fuck, I can't. Well, how do you survive in that water? I don't know. Yeah. If you have any like professional spider exterminators out there, please message us because we need the help. (laughs) Well, Colleen, our neighbor was saying she had an exterminator come out and I'm kind of jealous. Yeah. We need to. Actually, it's kind of quieted down. I'm hoping spider season's coming to an end. I literally saw one last week. I was actually recording (laughs) like segments for our party on pause course and I'm (laughs) like literally see a spider on my freaking on the wall and then I just watch it like crawl over across like onto my dresser and then all of a sudden it's like down by my fucking foot and then it crawls up on my desk and I just I had to stay calm because I was literally voice recording (laughs) but I was like watching that motherfucker and then I never ended up finding it because oh my god that's horrible yeah by the time I was done I saw it like tuck itself under the little like 
like the molding or whatever. Like the baseboard? Yeah, it's like they kind of like hide when you oh move. My God, I just got the chills. Um, yeah, I was so scared like sleeping that whole night. <gasps> Do you know what I mean? Yeah, you yeah. like spider bomb your room. Yeah. I was telling Haley when she was telling me a spider story that I once had a spider above me while I was getting acupuncture oh, done yeah. at a clinic and like I didn't notice it until like halfway through the oh, session because like you know, they like put everything in you and like my eyes were closed and I was like trying to like take a 30 minute nap during the session. And then like, I just randomly like woke up during it and I like opened my eyes and like literally on the ceiling above me was this big ass fucking spider. Like needles. And I'm like covered in needles. I can't fucking move if this thing decides to drop down on me. Like I'm fucking screwed. And they give you this little like panic button. So if anything goes wrong, you can like hit the button and they'll like come into the room and I was like trying to stay so calm and so strong but it just kept moving directly above me and I was just like fuck this and I finally pressed the panic button what did they do and they came in they were like are you okay and I was like I'm fine however and I like pointed to the ceiling and they were like oh my god I'm so sorry What did they do? They felt so bad. But I like I lasted through most of it. Yeah. So they were like, do you want to like go longer once we get it out of here? And I was like, no, like I'm fine. Like I can't relax. Now. Let's just like, end this, this session's just over for it's today. Done. But they felt so bad that like I was so uncomfortable the whole yeah. time. But I mean, it's not their fault. Nobody oh noticed. God. But well, was, thank God it didn't drop down on you. Yeah, it was yeah. horrific, but absolutely terrifying. Um, do you have anything else that you want to talk about in this? episode or we no should we wrap it up yeah i mean i think we should wrap it up okay um thanks for listening everybody as always you can rate and review us on apple Podcasts because we definitely need some reviews yeah if you review the podcast we will actually like we want to read your reviews on the podcast we'll give you a shout out yes if you review us well the reason we're so like into the idea of reviews is because of the fact that it helps people discover the podcast Mm -hmm. so if you're enjoying it if you want to hear anything if you want to hear less of anything in particular like let us know in the reviews we would greatly appreciate the feedback but also just the opportunity to reach more people yeah and then um find us on instagram at social soul podcast find us on tiktok at social soul podcast and please give us love on tiktok because we also need TikTok help. <laughs> TikTok wrist really doesn't like us. I don't know what's going on, but we'll get there eventually. We'll become viral. It's going to be it great. It is the struggle of being a creator though, because it's like, what the, f- how do I do this? Like we wear so many different dang hats, like as creators that it is absolutely insane. I just want to share the fact that like Haley and I put a lot of time into our TikToks and we think that they're really, really, really funny when we post them. And so when our TikToks get like a hundred views and zero people comment on them, it's kind of soul crushing. We just need like our soul people, like our soul friends who freaking get us. And I definitely feel like we found a few. (laughs) So thank you to the few that are out there and actually show us love. All right, you guys. Until next time, we will catch you later. See you guys later.